The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show. This is... ADA Week. As you all know, we have been celebrating the ADA month. Happy birthday, ADA, all this month. And now here we are. We are in the week of the signing of the Great Americans with Disabilities Act. And today, it is so awesome to have with us a person that is a leader in the community leading the largest cross-disability membership group in the United States of America. Welcome to the show, CEO Mark Periello. Joyce, hello. Hello to all the listeners. Thank you for having me. Um, it is quite an honor to be with you this week uh, as we celebrate the 23rd anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And uh, before we dive into things, I just want to say thank you. Um, for folks who don't know, Joyce Bender, in addition to all of the work she does as a private um, citizen um, and as the, the leader of her corporation to help people with disabilities find employment, uh, she was recently a AAPD's uh, chair, and under your leadership choice, we were banging it out of the park, and uh, I am very, very grateful for everything that you have done for AAPD, for me personally, and for the entire community. It is my pleasure and honor. I love AAPD, and Mark, it has been an incredibly great two years, but I know we'll continue on from here forward. So, Mark, as the CEO of AAPD, that's a great honor, but how about if you tell our listeners how you first became involved in the disability community? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people know, so thanks for the uh, for, thank you for asking that question. Uh, so, like many people with a disability, uh, I did not necessarily know that there was a quote unquote community of people with disabilities. You know, there are 57 million of us out there, uh, according to to the numbers that folks are using these days. And by and large, a a lot of folks with disabilities don't know that there is a community that is strong and vibrant that, that they are a part of and can be a part of. Um, but I'm going to back up a little bit uh, and say that most of my life, right, uh, my adult life, I have spent really advocating to make the world a better place, um, to, to really try and build a society where people are judged based on a whole bunch of things, right, but not things like disability or sexual orientation or gender identity or skin color or what have you. Um, and th through that work, um, specifically work I did in the LGBT community, um, I came uh, to have the great honor of serving President Obama in the White House. And it was my work in the White House where I was helping build an administration that reflected the diversity of America, 
that I really started to work with leaders in the community, in the disability community, um, in a very intimate way. And I will never forget uh, a meeting. It was with Tony Coelho, Sandy Finucane, Jonathan Young, uh, and we were in the White House, and it was one of my first meetings with the community. And, you know, basically, they gave me this warm embrace um, when I told them that I was blind in one eye, that I had ADHD, um, and it was really powerful and affirming. Um, and, and that was the first step. And through, you know, the work I did there, um, I joined AAPD's board. Um, I helped uh, Stephen Bennett and a few others um, found Disability PAC. Um, I really came to understand in a really profound way why folks like Sandy and Tony gave me that bear hug, um, that my experiences as a person with a disability were very similar to so many, right? You know, there are low expectations. There are, you know, preconceived notions about what we can do, can't do, um, and a lot of shame, right? A lot of isolation, right? Not having a network of people to talk to, right, about my experiences. Um, and, right, and it, it is through, I think, sharing stories, right, about our experiences that we will come in a very real way to understand that no matter the disability, we have so much in common and we are one community. Um, and right after the White House, um, I came over to AAPD, and this has been just really the, the best job. I don't even feel like it is a job um, that I've ever had. Well, that is awesome. And it's also great, Mark, how you first met the disability community. So now here you are, CEO of AAPD. Uh, first of all, how about if you tell everyone what AAPD is, and then what does it mean to the disability community? So AAPD is the largest disability rights organization in the country. And we really work to uphold the tenets of the Americans with Disabilities Act, right? So equal opportunity, economic power, independent living, and political participation for people with disabilities. And the only reason we are effective in what we do is because of our members, right? Our, we are powerful because the hundreds and thousands of people who, right, respond to action alerts, who participate in the, the process of trying to get legislation passed, that is where the strength comes from. And so right in our mission statement, right, we actually say that our members represent a powerful force for change. And that is what AAPD is about. It is about an entire community and moving the community forward, right, to hopefully get to that point, right? And I think that it is coming where people with disabilities are judged, right, not based on their disability, but on so many other things. And so we have a lot of program work that we do to support that. Right now we have this great internship program where we have 30 really stellar up-and-comers in the disability space here in D.C., working on Capitol Hill at various nonprofits and corporations here in the city, um, and really helping sort of usher in the next generation. Similarly, right, and Joyce, we do this really um, well in a lot of places, but I think one of the best places that we do it is in Pittsburgh, um, and it's Disability Mentoring Day. Last year, 17,000 young people participated in Disability Mentoring Day. And thanks to the work of Mitsubishi Electric America Foundation, one of the things that we're doing this year is really selecting two locations, right, somewhere in the country uh, where we can 
build a model that takes DMD from one day to a whole entire year. And that's the type of thing that's really exciting because if we are going to make real change, if we are really going to help connect young people with job opportunities, having something that is more than one day but is a whole year uh, is really going to make a very profound profound difference. Uh, on the policy front, we have an amazing team here led by Henry Claypool, who just recently left um, HHS, where he was Secretary Sebelius's main person on the disability front. Um, he is running our entire policy show here. And so we are looking at programs, right, like Medicaid, Social Security, and trying to come up with solutions, right, that will enable folks with disabilities to actually who are ready, able, and willing to work to, to have that bridge to employment. Because for so many folks with disabilities, that bridge isn't there. You know, especially in my mind for young people with disabilities who might be coming out of school but need various supports in order to go to work every day. You know, if you're making 30 grand or 25 grand right out of school, you can't necessarily afford those supports, right? And so what happens is you go on social security insurance. And once you're on there, um, I think the statistic is that about only 1% of people ever actually get off. And so how can we build a system, right, that doesn't incentivize folks, that doesn't require them to prove they can't work, right, but actually builds that bridge to employment? And so he and the team here are working on some really exciting things when it comes to policy. Um, and Joyce, I think you know how strongly we feel about bullying here. Um, and that is something that we are working on. Thanks to our friends at Comcast, we have been doing great work um, getting the word out about bullying of students with disabilities. Um, I don't know if folks know, but about 85% of people with disabilities uh, or students with disabilities report incidents of being bullied. And that is astronomical um, and something that we have to do a, a lot to change. Oh, and thank God we are doing something about it uh, because, as you well know, Mark, we have lost high school students with disabilities that have been bullied to suicide. So the fact that AAPD is taking a national stand on, you know, standing up for high school students or middle school students with disabilities uh, or elementary, whatever it is, being bullied is just so important because we have so many people out there that we want to help. And, Mark, before I go to break, a question I have. If someone listening to the show right now is interested in joining AAPD as a member, how do they do that? So thank you for asking, um, and I will answer it in two ways. One, aapd.com, right? Go to the website. There is a link for you to sign up to our email alerts. That is step one. Um, step two, if you really um, have the means and, and can, right, I would actually encourage folks to hit on the big green donate button um, because none of the work that we do is possible without help from folks in the community. And, you know, I didn't answer your question about what AAPD means to the community. Um, it, could, it really means a, a whole bunch of different things to a bunch of different people. Um, but what I would say is we recently changed our logo to the power symbol, and that is what we are trying to build, right? Our community is inherently powerful. We are inherently powerful as individuals, and AAPD, right, is working to really embody that truth. And we can't embody that truth without more and more people from the community and allies 
joining with us in order to create real change. Yes, that's right. Remember, you heard them, aapd.com. And with that, we're going to go to break. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, as we celebrate ADA Week at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Mark. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Think of the world. 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. If you just joined us, we are here celebrating Americans with Disabilities Act signing this week, 23 years ago, our great civil rights for people with disabilities. And, of course, one of the groups most well-known across the United States as the civil rights voice for Americans with Disabilities is the American Association of People with Disabilities, known as AAPD, and that is why we're so excited today to have as our guest the CEO of AAPD, Mark Periello. And Mark, we've been talking about several things. Have you covered what you feel are the main issues that AAPD is tackling? Not even close. Not even close. Uh, You know, as the largest cross-disability organization in the nation, uh, you know, the issues run the gamut. And so I brought up a few of them, uh, but by no means is that all-encompassing. And and I would start by saying, right, employment, right? You know, uh, as I talked about Social Security, right, um, you know, that sort of implied a piece about employment. But from my perspective, right, employment, Healthcare, education, technology um, are some of the big things that we are focused on. And so one of the things that we have been really pushing for is a strong regulation uh, around Section 503 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. That regulation would require federal contractors to set hiring targets for people with disabilities. And you know what? The power of the federal government has transformed 
employment outcomes for many disenfranchised communities in the past, and it should be no different for people with disabilities. This law has been on the books since 1973. It was signed into law by President Nixon, uh, so it was bipartisan support um, that brought the law into place. And let me tell you, um, President Obama and folks at the Department of Labor have been working hard to come up with an enforceable regulation, and my hope is that they issue some guidance um, and enforcement on Section 503 in the near future. Um, that would be a game-changer for our community if it is done right. Oh, it would. I mean, think how many people with disabilities would gain employment. That would be awesome. I mean, just absolutely awesome. Uh, well, Mark, it seems like we have a lot of things to work on, but I, too, would put employment at the top of the list. But one of the things I know you're working on right now is CRPD. What is going on with CRPD? So, you know... Uh, to give a little bit of a history, right, the CRPD, the Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities or the Disabilities Treaty, uh, was something that the community, the entire community, led by great people like Tony Coelho and Pat Wright and David Morrissey, uh, have really been pushing. Uh, I also would be remiss if I didn't say that the entire progressive coalition, right, groups like the Leadership Conference on Civil Rights and Civil and Human Rights, which is led by Wade Henderson, um, have been right there with us in lockstep pushing for this treaty to pass. And what it would basically do is extend the spirit of the ADA to, to the rest of the world, right? And as Americans, right, I think the ADA is something that we can and should be very, very proud of. And as we look uh, to the future, right, as the globe gets smaller and smaller, it is really important for American citizens with disabilities, whether they are working in corporate America or in government or if they're just tourists, if they go abroad, they should be able to expect the same things that they have here in the state in terms of accessibility. And this treaty will help move in that direction. Uh, in December of last year, right, we got a vote in the Senate, and I actually think the, fa the fact that we got a vote was a victory in itself, but we didn't win. And everyone right now in the community is marshalling their forces so that we can bring this back up, hopefully in the very near future, and be successful this time. Uh, because it is so important, um, and the issue should be really easy, right? We're talking about disability. We're talking about a treaty that won't change any aspect of U.S. law and, right, will help millions of Americans as they go abroad um, really be able to take advantage um, of whatever it is they are doing um, when they travel. It's not going to be easy. We're going to need a lot of help. We're going to need folks to weigh in with their senators, uh, to really make the case. There's a lot of folks out there that are working to distract our lawmakers from the truths about this disability treaty, and so we need folks to weigh in, because quite frankly right now, folks on the other side are trouncing us when it comes to grassroots advocacy um, on this effort. But the numbers are on our side, right? There are more of us than there are of them. We just need folks to weigh in. Yes, and I don't understand that. I hope you're all listening to Mark. Listen, you can't just sit back and say, oh, it'll work out. No, it didn't work out. You 
have to pick up the phone, call your senator. You cannot believe, as Mark said, uh, and Senator Harkin, who will be on our show next week, has talked about the number of calls that were made for stopping this were like 10 times the amount of calls, you know, that, that came in through us. So we really have to get on that phone. And, Mark, I know you were there, but tell me, did it not break your heart what happened with uh, Senator Dole being there? It absolutely broke my heart. Um, and for folks who don't know, he, and he was on the floor of the Senate, and a Republican after Republican, you know, would shake his hand and then go vote the wrong way on the treaty. He was obviously there to support the treaty. Um, it was something very important to him. Um, and as a former senator, um, you know, quite a slap in the face, quite frankly, um, that, that folks uh, couldn't be there for him to support this. Um, there were several Republicans that voted the right way. Um, and we need folks like Kelly Ayotte and others to come back to the table. Um, I know that she is actually doing great work behind the scenes um, to try and marshal some people along with Senator Barrasso uh, and others. But we're going to need a few more in order to, to get where we need to be on the treaty and actually see it ratified. And um, that day, what Marsh referring to, Senator Dole, you know, with his wife, on the chamber floor to see this voted down in front of him was absolutely shameful, really shameful. And once again, uh, Mark, maybe you can let everyone know, what, what do you think is the power of people calling their senator? Well, you know, I often say that elected officials don't lead, they follow. And, and this is an example of that, right? Uh, you know, they want to, and in good faith, represent their constituents, right? And so if their constituents are overwhelmingly weighing in on an issue on one side, uh, but they aren't hearing anything from the other side, um, you know, in good faith, they're often doing what their constituents are asking. And, and so what we really need is our side um, to, to weigh in as well, because that makes a difference, right? When they hear from folks that are voters back in their home state um, that they want this treaty passed, they're going to pay attention. Um, and I would also even take it a step further, though, right? So a lot of the naysayers around the treaty um, come from a Tea Party perspective. And, right, as folks with disabilities, there's nothing wrong with the Tea Party um, because disability affects all of us no matter what party we're um, a part of. But, right, the Tea Party has been known to take out sitting U.S. senators, right, and get other people in. Um, and so they're hearing from a very specific constituency, and that constituency is not afraid to run people against them in primaries, and they've proven that they can be successful, right? That is actually where we need to go as a community, in my opinion, because we have the numbers, right? We inherently should be an unstoppable force in American politics, but it will only happen when we all get involved. Um, but I think there's a step before that choice, right? You know, you can't move mountains or even sort of conceptualize moving mountains, right, if we can't even see it in ourselves, right, the strength to, you know, live independently or be independent or feel that we have that self-worth um, that we define for ourselves. And so I think, you know, we need to start with the, the simple truth, right, that we're all human, 
right, and know that we are part of something bigger and know that we have the strength collectively to, to really change things, but that power comes because individually we, we have the strength inside ourselves. Yes, it is in us. And only when we get that part are we going to be able to make the changes that we need to make. And listen, to Mark's point, think how many of us there are in this country. If we could get just a part, 10%, huge part of that group to register to vote, we would be discussed by every presidential candidate during a campaign. Do you agree with that, Mark? It is absolutely right, Joyce. It is 100% right. You know, when I look around uh, at other communities and, and how they are organizing from the most liberal communities to the most conservative to the folks in the middle, right, the, the more people are, that are voting, the more likely you are to see your issues right in platforms, right, to see movement on things that you care about as a community. And right, it is really a fundamental truth that uh, folks with disabilities have the power to really transform uh, the political landscape. And to the point, actually, AAPD just recently worked with United Cerebral Palsy and the HSC Foundation on a poll. And what we found, actually, was that of voters with disabilities, they are very likely to vote on issues uh, pertaining to disability issues, right, and prioritize those. And they are also willing to vote for or against people based on their positions on disability. And that is significant. Um, and so we are have the potential to be a very powerful voting bloc. Uh, and so it's really, in my mind, it seems we are just on the cusp of that becoming reality. Uh, but I can't make it true, right? Uh, no one person can make it true. We all have to make it true together. Uh, and with that, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Mark Periello, the CEO of AAPD, and we will be back to talk to him more. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're talking to Mark Periello, CEO of AAPD. Happy birthday, ADA week. We've been celebrating ADA all month, the signing of the ADA. Special hello to Yoshiko Dart, who I love so much, because, boy, when I think of this month, I think of Justin Dart. So um, there are people like like you, Yoshiko, you are just one of a kind. You know, Yoshiko is a person that really cares about developing young leaders in the disability community. And you mentioned that earlier, Mark, but I want you to talk about that a little bit more, uh, the internship program at AAPD. I wonder if you could talk about for our listeners how that works and how you get people involved. Yeah, absolutely, and thank you, Yoshiko, right? Yoshiko has been a huge supporter of AAPD and uh, really, uh, you know, going back to the beginning um, with Justin, who was one of our founders, uh, and, you know, the internship really embodies that spirit of uh, building, right, the next generation of leaders. And so each summer we have 30 young people come to Washington, D.C., um, thanks to the generous support of Walmart and the Mitsubishi Electric America Foundation to really experience Washington, right? So work on Capitol Hill, work at some of the big lobby shops, work at, you know, various advocacy groups in disability and outside of disability uh, to really – take advantage of, right, the incredible, right, energy that this town has in terms of social justice and uh, legislation and, you know, it in general has just been a very positive experience for folks, um, but it's very competitive. So if it is something that you are interested in, um, apply, right? The applications for 2014 will probably go up uh, online sometime in November of this year. And once they go up, we get, you know, hundreds and hundreds of applications for these 30 spots. And it is just a tremendous opportunity, you know, for folks who are looking for work at the end of the internship. You know, I think most, and by most, I mean 90 to 95 percent actually end up having gainful employment immediately following the internship. And that is a powerful number. And it in addition to sort of the work experience, right, the networks, the ability to talk to, to folks is so important um, and sort of start to build that reputation, right, um, from the beginning of your career, whether you're still a student um, or not in school, um, isn't really the, the main point, right? It is that you start to do good work, um, you start to show people your capabilities, and I think good things follow from that. Um, and so actually today I actually spent the entire day um, talking to many of them uh, one-on-one for about, you know, half hour, 40 minutes. And in my opinion, I think that it's really this generation of folks with disabilities that are going to knock it out of the park in terms of achieving full social justice for people with disabilities. Um, you know, I look at the great titans like Justin Dart and Tony and Bob Dole and, you know, folks who, you know, ushered in this age of disability through the ADA and, 
you know, and through so much other great policy work. Um, and I think that the transition, so at AAPD, I talked about the work we're doing around policy, which is so critical because, you know, through social policy, you can really drive some powerful results. But I think the next big thing for the community is the social justice piece, right? It is changing hearts and minds, changing perceptions, you know, moving to a place where, where, like I said earlier, right, people are not judged based on their disability. And I see sort of my generation, right, is helping build that transition so that as that, that this young, these young folks coming up, right, can really knock it out of the park, that we have really strong institutions, right, that we have lots of great um, folks who have had access to education in a way that hasn't happened in the past. Um, and I think, right, in the very near future, right, equality will be ours, um, or at least as close to it as you can ever get. Yes. And you know what? You meet these interns, they are so awesome. I have met them, and they are awesome. They're future leaders, and they're people that really want and can make a difference. So if you're a corporation, I just want to say this is a great program to sponsor and fund and get behind because uh, when you meet these young people, you will not be disappointed every year. It's such a great program, which, Mark, you talked about this earlier, but people listening to this show, they can go to aapd.com, and they can join as a member, but they also could make a donation, correct? That is absolutely correct. And don't you have it? We have a special program now where you can make a donation monthly. Yes, um, and so uh, a couple of different ways. But, you know, one thing that is, is so important for the community is that our institutions, um, AAPD included, be funded for and by people with disabilities. And a great way to do that is to sign up um, as one of our members that give on a monthly basis. Um, you know, there are a whole bunch of different levels, right, from, you know, doing, two, you know, $2,400 a year, so $200 a month um, or $100 a month, um, which ends up $1,200 a year, which is our uh, power broker circle, um, to our partner circles, which are, you know, 10 or $15 a month. Whatever you can do is going to be hugely helpful. And if you can't give on a monthly basis, right, um, but you have a spare buck or two, we'll take that as well. Um, you know, in my opinion, right, the, the more folks who are helping right this cause, the more independent we can be as advocates um, and the more positive change we will see. And so, you know, whether it's a dollar or $100,000, right, Every little bit um, will make a difference um, in how strong our institutions are. Um, and so, right, AAPD, right, is my job to go out there and say AAPD is the place to give. We are doing so much great stuff, um, and we can do even more with your help. But, you know, if it isn't AAPD, give to an organization in the disability space um, so that we can, as a movement, be funded for and by the people that we are fighting for and with. Oh, and, and again, I concur with what Mark's saying because we can't make a difference without the resources to do so. 
you know, frequently I'll hear someone say, oh, if only we could see a change in housing or in transportation or, of course, in employment or investing in other resources. We want to see that happen. Well, my question is, okay, can you give up a cup of Starbucks coffee? I mean, any donation. Of course, we want to see large donations, but small donations, any donation, you have to take time to invest in yourself. And guess what that would be? AAPD, because we're a group of people with disabilities. I encourage you, go to aapd.com, especially this week, as we are celebrating the 23rd signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And we're going to be getting ready to go to break. I just want to repeat again, www.aapd.com. That's aapd.com. Take time to make a donation today. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com as we all join in saying happy birthday, ADA. This is Joyce Bender. We'll be right back with Mark Periello. Don't go away. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. What a great week this is. This is our celebration, celebrating the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act 23 years ago. Hey, other groups celebrate their civil rights. We have to celebrate our civil rights. And one of the groups that does that so well is the American Association of People with Disability. And our guest today is the CEO of AAPD, Mark Periello. Mark. I'm sure that you have goals for the last part of this year with AAPD, but what what do you hope 
that you will have achieved in 2013? Well, uh, quite a bit. Uh, I think that really a few key things. Uh, one, 503, which we talked about earlier. Um, I think getting 503 um, out of the Obama administration um, is so critical, um, and it is something we are very, very focused on. I think we will see another vote on CRPD. Um, I want it to go the right way. Right? We need Republicans uh, to stand with us right, and prove right, that mantra right, that we all hear all the time that disability is a bipartisan issue. Um, well, well, it is up to them to, to make sure that that remains true. Um, so I think we'll have the vote, um, and I hope, right, that we have the bipartisan support we need um, in order uh, to be successful. Uh, I think around health care, right, there is a lot of change afoot. Uh, and so we are working really closely to make sure that the dual eligible demonstrations that are happening in several states, um, and what that is is for folks who are eligible for Medicaid and Medicare, that those are going as well as possible. Um, and if they aren't working, right, that we are figuring out ways uh, to make it work for people with disabilities um, because it is a huge potential sea change. Uh, government is looking at it right now because it could save a lot of money. Um, but it cannot save money um, at the expense of people with disabilities. Um, and so really making sure that that is successful. Henry Claypool, who I mentioned earlier, joined us from HHS. Um, he was appointed by President Obama to the Long, Long-Term Care Commission, um, which is a body of 15 leaders throughout the nation that are looking at long-term services and supports for people with disabilities and America's aging population. Henry is actually the only person on that commission who has a disability um, and is identified with the disability community. I know that that, that commission, right, if it is able to do anything, and, and quite frankly, it's going to be hard. Um, there are a lot of competing voices, but making sure that disability, right, is strongly represented on um, whatever recommendations come out, um, that is a big deal. Um, I really am looking forward to it. Uh, I think, and I hope, um, you know, a lot of things to come, right, in terms of the work that we are doing with Comcast and PSAs um, around bullying, around employment, um, that that will really make a great difference. Um, and I think the other really great thing that is happening um, is, you know, as an organization, we have been, you know, sometimes very focused on what's going on here in D.C. Uh, we are moving across the country. We actually have our first event out in Los Angeles um, on August 28th, um, thanks to Mitch Glazier and folks at the Recording Industry Association of America, um, and that is going to be exciting. And so last year we had our first event in New York. Um, this year we're moving to Los Angeles, um, and I think that soon you will we'll start to see ways to engage uh, AAPD in a very intimate level, whether you are here in D.C. or you're somewhere else in the country. Oh, and isn't that exciting? Yes. Thank you, Mitch. That is really a great thing. Well, I think you are working on so many great things, but the bottom line is, once again, can't do it if we aren't all working together. We need all of your support in order to make this happen. But, Mark, Look how much you've already done at your young age, and certainly you are at a young age. Um, what, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? 
That is a very tough question. Um, and But before I answer it, uh, I'm going to stall a little bit for time while I think about it. Um, for listeners who don't know, today, actually, AAPD is having a couple of events in commemoration of the anniversary of the passage of the ADA. Um, it's a couple of days before um, the actual signing or the actual anniversary, which was on the 26th. Um, but today, Joyce Bender uh, is getting an award for all of your outstanding work. Um, it's the Justice for All Award, um, and it is um, really an honor um, that, that you will be receiving that, not for the work that you have done at AAPD, which has been outstanding, but the work that you do at Bender Consulting to really change the paradigm um, for people with disabilities in terms of employment. Um, so thank you, and congratulations, Joyce. Thank you, Mark, and it, believe me, it is a great honor because Justice for All, what an honor to have that award. But back to you. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, there's a lot that I've been proud of. I, I feel like it has been a really great journey so far, and I think the, the journey will continue um, long into the future. Uh, but I think the thing that I'm most proud of isn't one one specific thing. Um, it is really just sort of the simple truth that, you know, uh, the work that, that I'm doing and try to do um, is making a difference in people's lives. Um, you know, that that is a big deal. Um, and it requires sometimes a lot of sacrifice. But, you know, you get to work with great people along the way. And it has been really, really exciting um, to see a lot of change happen um, throughout my life know that, you know, I have been a tiny little piece of that change um, because it really is a collective effort um, to to move right society to a place where it is more just. Um, But I think the thing I'm proud of is the fact that, right, even though we all can only make little tiny contributions, um, it's those tiny contributions all add up. Well, you're making a contribution, Mark Perriello. Yes, you are. So, Mark, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Go out, celebrate the ADA's anniversary, uh, but celebrate the past and let's plan for the future. Oh, yes. And you know what? I just want to uh, put an exclamation on what Mark said. We have to remember our history. We have to celebrate today, and we have to move forward. But we have to take time to remember we, in the disability community, have a history. I love the ADA. I'm so thankful for the ADA. I am thrilled to be on the air this week as we celebrate the ADA. So, first of all, Mark, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. We end every show with a quote from someone that has impacted the lives of people with disabilities around the world. And that quote today, and it could only be this, it could only be this quote today. Lead on. Lead on. Lead on. Lead on, said the great Justin Dart, Jr. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. 
talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.